Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mystery Theater presents... G. Marshall, here to guide you through the realm of the macabre. Things macabre, according to Webster, tend to produce horror in the beholder. Of mystery, the same source says, whatever attracts curiosity and speculation, but resists or defies explanation. Stay with us and hear those two definitions borne out. How are we going to do it, Beth? You're going to do it. Haven't you even thought about it? Well, not with a gun. That's no good. I mean, it's it, it's got to look like an accident. Well, of course not with a gun. All right, I'll think of something. It's got to be this weekend. Okay, okay. You know, we have a pool back of the house. People drown accidentally in their own swimming pools. Oh? Maybe you could work something out. She can't swim too well. Wouldn't it be perfect if my stepmother had a fatal swimming accident this weekend? Our mystery drama, Pool of Fear, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Field and Farrington and stars Morgan Fairchild and William Redfield. I'll be back shortly with Act One. the most prevalent, one of the most heinous, and certainly the most final of all criminal acts. Killing in a moment of blinding passion is dreadful enough, but far worse is the murder done with cold calculation, carefully planned, and maliciously carried out when it succeeds. Murder in the first degree. Baby, I hope you like this nice, dark back road for the same reason I like it. Don't get ambitious, Matt. You can pull over anywhere along here. A pleasure. I need the freedom to talk without being overheard. Well, we could have talked back in the restaurant if that was all you wanted. What I have to say is better not said in a crowded restaurant. Okay. Talking's all you want, so talk. First, Matt, I want to tell you that I know all about your past... My past? One suspended sentence, one two-year term, both for armed robbery. Oh. How'd you find out? That's not important. So how come you're willing to go out with me, a fancy rich girl like you and uh, an ex-con? Oh, let's say I was attracted to you because of your record, not in spite of it. Have you ever killed anybody, Matt? You don't have to worry about telling me. I won't repeat it. No, I never did. Why are you so interested, Beth? How would you like to make $10,000? You know the answer to that. I'm just about flat broke. I'm going out to Bromley to visit my father and stepmother over the weekend. I'll pay you $10,000 to come out with me 
and pretend to be my fiancé. Well, that's pretty pleasant duty. What's the catch? Well, there is one little thing. Sometime during the weekend, I want you to kill my stepmother. Oh, Millie, I meant to ask you. Are you planning to be at home tomorrow afternoon? I can be, surely. What's happening tomorrow afternoon? Well, I arranged to have Kent Bennett bring his boy over around two and clean out the pool. You know how Beth loves to swim, and I thought I'd like to have the pool in tip-top shape. No trouble, I'll be here. You're very pleased Beth's coming for the weekend, aren't you, Lee? Yes, I am. It's only the second time she's been out since she took the apartment in New York. I expect she'd come more often except for me. Now, don't start out with that attitude, Millie. Please. I want you and Beth to be friends. I'm afraid that's a tall order. Not if you try. Well, I'll do my best. But I'm afraid it's a lost cause. Now, if you start out thinking that way, of course it isn't going to work. I think she resents me because I'm trying to take her mother's place. I suppose that enters into it. But she'll get used to the idea in time. Darling, she's had almost three years now. Was she and her mother so very close? Very close, yes. Beth just about idolized Natalie. Were they at all likely? In some ways. Natalie had that same drive Beth has. She was more tolerant than Beth, though. Of other people, I mean. They didn't look at all alike. You know, I've never even seen a picture of Natalie. I got rid of them all shortly after she died. I didn't like the way Beth mooned over her mother's pictures. It was getting morbid. Well, I'll do my best to make Beth like me. Or at least tolerate me. I have a feeling it's going to be better this time. You know, she called and asked if she could come out. All on her own. She's never done that before. I just have a feeling it's going to work out well. I hope so. Just promise me you'll do your part. That's all I ask. Of course I will. But... I don't know. Sometimes that girl almost frightens me, Lee. How come you wanted to take the train instead of driving, Beth? I just didn't feel like driving. You nervous, Matt? Yeah, a little. Feeling kind of out of my depth. Never took on a job like this before. It'll be all right. How come? Not to like her, okay, but to hate her enough to want her dead? You'd have had to know my mother. Nobody can ever take my mother's place, and Millie's trying to. But if your own mother's dead... My father never should have married again. I told him that, but he wouldn't listen to me. Mm-hmm. Because you must have really liked your mother. She was the finest woman that ever lived. Oh, everyone loved her. She was always doing things for people, never got tired. Well, still, I can't see that that's any And that reason. other woman has no business trying to take her place. Using her things, married to her husband. I just won't have it anymore. I can't bear to think of another woman in my mother's home with my father. Okay, whatever you say. She's tried to turn my father against me. Oh, she's all sweetness and light when I'm around. But she's done her best to take my father away from me. I know she's done that. All right, okay. How are we going to do it? Well, you're going to do it. Haven't you even thought about it? Well, not with a gun. That's no good. I mean, it's got to look like an accident. Of course not with a gun. I thought maybe, you know, uh, hold a pillow over her face. That wouldn't leave any marks. They might think it was a heart attack or something. 
She sleeps with my father. What's he going to be doing while you smother his wife? Well, she must take afternoon naps sometimes, doesn't she? Not with me there, she won't. Just catch her giving my father and me that much time alone together. I see. All right, all right. I'll think of something. If a good chance doesn't turn up this time, I could come back and try it another time. No, no. I've waited long enough. It's got to be this weekend. Okay, okay. of people drown accidentally. Oh. Maybe you could work something out. Maybe. I don't know. A swimming pool sounds pretty much out in the open, though. The shrubbery screens the pool off from the neighbors. I think I like that idea. She can't swim very well. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if my stepmother had a fatal swimming accident this weekend. She didn't take an earlier train, Lee. She's missed practically a whole Saturday. Beth never was an early riser. I suggested an early start when I talked to her last night, but the idea didn't seem to appeal to her. Well, you'll have this evening and all day tomorrow with her at least. I do hope it's nice tomorrow. I feel very optimistic about this visit, Millie. Came by train instead of driving. That's such a nice car. She said she didn't feel like driving. I don't know why. I hope she didn't miss the train. I'm nervous. Isn't that silly? No need to be. There. Isn't that Beth getting off? That looks like her. Who's that with her? She's got someone with her. Doesn't look like anybody I know. Are you sure he's with Beth? Yeah, he helped her off the train. She might have brought a friend. Wouldn't be unlike her just to forget to mention it. Ah, they're together, all right. Over here, Beth. Thanks for meeting us. I forgot to ask you to. How are you, Daddy? Ah. Oh, let me present my fiancé, Matt Brewster. How you doing? Did I forget to tell you I was bringing him with me? Your fiancé? Well, we thought we'd surprise you. Matt, this is my father, and this is my stepmother. How do you do? Hello, Beth. Well, I'm very pleased to meet you both. Uh, Beth has told me so much about you, I almost feel as if I know, know both of you already. I'm glad to meet you, son. A little surprised, I confess. Should I have told you in advance about Matt and me, Daddy? I thought it would be more fun to surprise you. Beth, you're looking very well. Thank you. <clears throat> well, come along, everybody. The car's in the parking lot just over here. Very nice to see you again, Beth. Oh, yes. It's going to be a very special weekend. Well, we uh, met at this cocktail party given by a friend of mine who's in the theater business. Uh, Beth knew his wife. Then I asked Beth to have dinner with me, and uh, well, that's the way it started. Not very original, of course. How long ago was that? About, uh... Well, how long has it been, Beth? Oh, around three weeks, give or take a few days. You didn't waste any time, did you? Well, why should we? Daddy, I'm going to show Matt around outside. The pool and all the rest. You've got a beautiful place here, Mr. Stilwell. I am really impressed. Glad you like it. Dinner will be around 7.30, so if you want to drink first, better not stay out too long. Okay, okay, I'll watch the time. I wish she'd stop being so damn nice to me. Now, don't start thinking that way. Okay, I'll do it. Don't worry. It'd be easier, though, if I felt the same way about her you do. Or if I didn't know her at all. This way, I'm uh, not very comfortable about it. Matt, we made an agreement. I said not to worry. I'll do it. 
All I'm saying is I don't think I'm going to enjoy it much. Ah, there's the pool. Well, your folks have got themselves some kind of a place here. Hmm. I used to love it. When my mother was alive. Yeah. I could learn to snuggle up to a place like this pretty good. Well, don't get used to it. Have you thought any more about how you're going to do it? Well, let's have a look around. Yeah, it does look pretty isolated back here at that. The house stands on an acre and a half, and it's all screened, especially around the pool here. Now, there's no way a neighbor can see what's going on. It was built that way on purpose. I used to sunbathe out here without even a bikini. Oh, that must have been pretty spectacular. Just keep your mind on the job. No way I'm likely to forget that. a nice-looking couple, at least. I just wish I knew him better. That's the only thing. I wish she knew him better. It isn't long enough for anyone to judge just three weeks. I'm sure she can take care of herself. Do you think you and she are hitting it off any better than in the past? Maybe. Be what would her mother have thought of him? Natalie? Uh-huh. Hard to say. She'd have been a lot better at sizing him up than I am. She was a strong woman. Whenever Beth's here, I find myself thinking about Natalie. I can't get my mind off her. That's Beth's fault, I guess. I'm afraid she's never fully accepted the fact of her mother's death. Do you think... I guess that's just silly. Do I think what? Or do you think that Natalie could actually somehow be here right now? Millie... Natalie died over five years ago. I know, I know. Well, then she couldn't very well be here now, could she? How do you know? How can you be so sure about such things? I have a feeling, a very strong feeling, that she is here with us right now. Is it possible that, given great strength of character in life, a person might find a way to exert at least his or her influence after death? There is, of course, no sure answer to that question. It is one of those mysteries which attract speculation but defy explanation. We can, however, continue our speculation when I return shortly with Act Two. feeling of foreboding in the Stillwell home. Sunday morning has dawned bright and sunny enough, but somehow not cheerful in spite of this. Not for Millie, certainly, and not even for Lee, if we read his mood properly. Beth and Matt are still asleep. Beth in her old room and Matt in the guest room. Lee and Millie are having an early breakfast, which neither of them seems to be enjoying. Would you rather have waited, Lee, and had breakfast later with Beth and Matt when they come down? No, no, doesn't matter. It's kind of gloomy morning, isn't it? The sun's shining. Yeah, but all the same, I'm feeling, I don't know, a little depressed, I guess. You think you're going to like Matt? I haven't really had enough time with him to make up my mind. I can't say honestly that I'm particularly fond of him. 
Oh? Well, there's something... can't exactly put my finger on it. That I, I get the feeling that nothing he says is quite as sincere as it might be. Seems pleasant enough. Oh, it's pleasant, all right. It's almost too pleasant. Trying too hard to please his prospective in-laws, maybe. Just gives me the creeps somehow. I've been thinking about what you said yesterday evening, you remember? What? That you felt Natalie's presence... Oh, that's silly of me, I suppose. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Tell you the truth, I seem to be feeling the same thing this morning. You do? I started to heat milk for your coffee this morning. Darling, I drink my coffee black. Natalie always had hot milk with her breakfast coffee, half and half. Oh? I can't explain it. But I have this very strong feeling that she's right here with us. Right now. like your breakfast now, Matt. There's no telling when Beth will be down. Well, I think just coffee's all I'm going to want, Mrs. Stillwell. Maybe you can eat something later with Beth when she's ready? Yeah, maybe. Aren't you feeling well this morning? <laughs> Not very. I, I I didn't sleep much, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Nervous bridegroom. Oh, don't make him a bridegroom quite yet. We haven't even set the date. Good morning, Beth. I hope you slept better than Matt says he did. Well, I always sleep well. Clear conscience. What would you like for breakfast? I can't sell Matt anything but a cup of coffee. Oh, that'll do for me, too. I'm not much of a breakfast person. But we'll have a big lunch. There's plenty of freshly perked coffee in the kitchen. Shall I bring it to you in here? I get it. We'll take it outside if that's all right with you, Matt. Oh, then sure, sure. And if you change your mind and decide to have something more substantial, just let me know. You look awful, Matt. Didn't you sleep? Yeah, I had a bad night. Didn't get to sleep until after four o'clock. Let's go outside where we can talk. Okay. Well, you're not getting cold feet, are you? The coldest. Listen, I don't know, Beth. I don't know if I can go through with it. I am spooked. Now, you listen to me. We made a bargain, and you will go through with it. I don't know. And it's got to be this afternoon. Now, I'm not going to let you chicken out. All right, you, you want to sit here? Is this okay? Anywhere. What happened to you? You were all right yesterday. <sighs> Did you ever get the feeling that somebody's watching you? Just all the time watching you? Not unless somebody was, no. Well, that's the way I felt all night. I just couldn't get away from it. Like somebody was staring at me the whole night. That's just nerves. It doesn't change anything. Maybe I was wrong when I told you I could kill somebody if I had to. Maybe I can at all. Nobody could possibly have been watching you last night. <sighs> now, you listen to me. You're going to have a talk with my father. He insists on it. Then we're all going to have lunch. And after that, you're going to do what you agreed to do. Mm-hmm. And how do you want me to handle the talk with your old man? Well, make it sound real. I know it'll be pretty corny, but you can handle it. I can handle that okay, sure. I'm not worried about that. You can do everything you have to do. Well, young man, if Beth can spare you for a few minutes, maybe we can have that little talk. Yes, sir. Oh, I can spare him. Matt, you look as if you're being dragged into a torture chamber. Just into the study. Come along. Don't take too long, and maybe Matt and Beth can get a swim in the pool before lunch. It's a good sunny day today. I'll try to keep the torture down to a bare minimum. I think I'll go upstairs and change into a swimsuit. Uh, Beth, could you wait just a few minutes? I'd like to talk to you. What do we have to talk about? 
Your father. What about him? Between the two of us, as I'm sure you realize, we're making him pretty unhappy. My father unhappy? About what? About us? I don't say you should suddenly turn into a loving stepdaughter. I'm sure you couldn't do that. What I'm suggesting is a truce. For your father's sake. A truce for at least the rest of today. You didn't know my mother, did you? No? If you'd known my mother, you'd understand why I'm against you. Why I don't want you living in my mother's house, married to her husband. Beth, your mother died five years ago. It isn't healthy You are simply not good enough, not woman enough to take my mother's place. I'm sure she was a fine woman. Anyway, it won't be necessary. What won't be necessary? Your little charade for Daddy's benefit. It won't be necessary. I don't understand. You don't have to. Relax, Matt. I'm not really an ogre. Uh, no, sir, no. I know you're not. I'm, I'm just kind of uh, jumpy today. But it is an ordeal, I guess, meeting your future in-laws for the first time. But I assure you, we don't bite either of us. <laughs> no, sir. Well, now, what do you do for a living, Matt? I don't even know that. Well, I'm, um, uh, right now I'm the assistant manager of a theater, of, uh, I mean a, a, a movie house. Right now? I expect to do better. Uh-huh. Does that, uh, being an assistant manager, does it bring in enough to support a wife? Uh, not the way you live, no, and not the way Beth has always lived, I guess. Well, you're aware that someday Beth will inherit a good deal of money. Well, I guess so, yes, sir. I, uh, I don't know anything about it, but I assumed she would. Mm -hmm. And does that influence your affection for her in any way? No, sir, it does not. It must be a factor, though. Even if you try not to make it one. I suppose it will make a difference, but it's not why I want to marry Beth. All I can do is tell you that. I can't force you to believe it. You say it very convincingly. I think I will believe it. Hey, you swim like a pro. Well, I got my lifesaver certification when I was 18. I worked at it, too. At Jones Beach one season. Was that before or after your armed robbery career? <laughs> before. A lifesaver doesn't get much work during the winter in this part of the country. I was broke. Did you ever save anyone while you were working at Jones Beach? Yeah. A couple of guys. Well, then. You see, you've paid in advance for what you're going to do this afternoon. Oh, you are so damn cold about it. Anyway, I'm not a bit sure I'm going to do it. Now, Matt, we've been through that once. I haven't decided. Listen, do you feel like somebody's watching you right now? Of course not. Well, I do. And if somebody can watch me here in the pool now, why can't he do it later on this afternoon? Look, you're just imagining it, Matt. Nobody's watching you. I got this very creepy feeling. I... I wish... What? You wish what? Oh, I... I just wish it didn't have to be this way. It does, Matt. We made a deal. You know, when I was in there with your father earlier, it's a funny thing. I got kind of carried away. Carried away? Sort of forgot about the whole thing being a hoax, you know? I would have told him anything. 
I was the president of a bank or a rich kid or anything, but instead I kept telling him the truth. Maybe I exaggerated some about my prospects, but that's just what a guy would do if it was for real. Your prospects aren't bad. You're about to inherit $10,000. And what I'm about to do, if I do it, is earn $10,000 the hard way. Well, I'm not going to let you chicken out, Matt. You know, I couldn't help wishing it was true when I was in the study there with your father. That we were going to be married? For real? Yeah. Stupid of me. Yes, Matt. Very stupid. Did you have your talk with Beth? A very short talk. How'd it go? Poorly. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm just not good enough to take her mother's place. That's the whole trouble. And it isn't just me. It would be the same with anybody you'd married. Or maybe it's a good thing she's getting married. Take her mind off this preoccupation with her mother. It just might be the best thing that's happened to Beth in a long time. How did you talk with Matt, though? Oh, I asked him all the old-fashioned questions, and he gave me all the old-fashioned answers. You know, there's still something about him. I just don't know, Lee. There's, there's some kind of off-center. Does that make any sense? Not very much. No, I suppose not. Natalie doesn't like him. Natalie doesn't like him? Don't you still feel that she's here with us? I have a peculiar feeling, yes. Uh-huh. But she doesn't like Matt? She doesn't. Are you going to tell me that you've been in touch with her? No. No, not exactly. But, uh, but I... I know how she feels. How could you, Millie? I just... Somehow, I do know. And she feels much more strongly about him than I do, Lee. I believe she knows something about him that I don't know. Perhaps in times of extreme stress, a rapport is possible between the living and the dead. Fantastic? Well, there is no very boldly drawn line between fact and fancy that I know of. Maybe a bit of what we think of as the supernatural has found its way into the usually quite commonplace atmosphere of the Stillwell home. We'll consider this possibility further when I return shortly with Act Three. man's natural element. He has for centuries taken more pleasure in swimming than perhaps any other sport. Is it the element of danger involved that so spices the pastime? There's always the threat of drowning, but it keeps few people out of deep water. Millie Stillwell, however, would be specially well advised to stay out of the Stillwell pool this afternoon. For the threat to her has become very real. Okay, now here's the way we'll do it. After lunch, I'll tell my father I want to talk to him about, um... Oh, I don't know, I think it's something. The financial arrangements after we're married. You know, something like that. I told him I wasn't marrying you for your money. Well, he's always given me an allowance. 
Anyway, the study is the best place for him while you're dealing with my stepmother. The pool can't be seen from there. The windows all face the other direction. Beth, it's no use making a lot of plans because I'm not going to be You'll able to go... You'll suggest a dip in the pool to Millie. You don't like to swim alone. Look, she wouldn't go in the pool with me. Of course she will. She's trying to be a good hostess. And if you don't like to swim alone, she'll go in with you. Now, once you've got her in the pool, you simply hold her under until she drowns. She won't be able to scream or do a thing to stop you. Man, it's perfect. Wait a minute. I got this feeling right now that somebody's watching me. Oh, shut me. up, will you? It's nothing but nerves. Now, when you're sure Millie's dead, you drag her out of the pool and shout to Daddy and me. We come running out and find you giving her mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Oh, it's too late, of course. But there you'll be, doing everything you possibly can to save her life. It's foolproof, Matt. I'm not going to do it, Beth. Oh, yes, you are. Look, I'd like to keep my promise to you. Lord knows I could use $10,000, but there's no use in thinking about it anymore. I can't do it. What if we up the price a little, Matt? No good. I couldn't kill her at any price. You told me that when you were talking to Daddy earlier, you wished it could all be real. That we actually were planning to get married. And you called me stupid. Well, what if I said now that it... It could be real. That I'd marry you if you went through with our plan. You really would? Yes. Yes, and eventually it would be worth a lot more than $10,000 to you, Matt. What I told your father was true. I wouldn't be marrying you just for your money. Well, what, for whatever reason, will you do it, Matt? You wouldn't be marrying me because you love me, of course. I'd be a good wife all the same. What to keep you from saying now that you'll marry me and then refusing to do it after I've... after it's all over with? Your stepmother, I mean. Because I keep my promises, Matt. I learned that from my mother. She never lied and she never broke a promise. I won't break my promise to you. All right. You won't back down at the last minute. Not if it means marrying you. No. I'll do it. over this feeling that something dreadful is going to happen, Lee. It's that kind of day. I guess. I'm feeling pretty spooked myself. And you were looking forward to such a nice weekend with Beth. It hasn't turned out quite that well, has it? You still have the feeling that Natalie's with us. It's fantastic. A while ago, I looked out toward the pool and I could have sworn that Natalie was sitting in one of the chairs. Oh, no. Just for a second. The chair was in the shade of the old oak. And, of course, it was just a trick of the shadows, along with my mind. But for a couple of seconds, I could have sworn that Natalie was sitting there. Ah. Isn't it about time for lunch? Yes, it is. I think I'll serve it out by the pool. That way, Beth and Matt won't have to change. Ready. Be right there. He swims like a fish, doesn't he? Oh, I 
What's for lunch? I'm starved all of a sudden. Just cold cuts, nothing very fancy. I hope it's going to be enough. Oh, we're pretty wet. Should we change? No. That's why I brought lunch out here, so you wouldn't have to. Daddy, hmm? after lunch, can we have a good old-fashioned father-to-daughter talk? Sure thing. What about? And study like old times, okay? Fine. And I'll tell you what about when the time comes. Oh, looks as if we're going to be left on our own, Mrs. Stilwell. Like to come for a swim with me? Oh, no, I don't think so, thanks. I'm not much of a swimmer, actually. I almost never go into the pool. Well, Matt hates to swim alone. Don't you, Matt? Yes, I don't know exactly why. It just doesn't seem to be as much fun alone. So couldn't you go in with him just to uh, keep him company? Well, <laughs> I suppose I could, sure. Just to be there. But don't expect me to do any fancy swimming. Oh, well, maybe Matt could give you a lesson. He used to be a lifesaver, you know. He's very good. Well, if he wants to try, I guess. But I'm warning you right now. I'm hopeless. Well, let Matt give you a lesson. He'll surprise you. Sit down, Beth. It's been a long time since you and I had one of our heart-to-heart talks here in the study. Yes, I guess Mother must have still been alive the last time we had one. Oh, surely not. She's been gone over five years now, Beth. In some ways it seems like forever. In some ways I guess it's uh, just like yesterday. Oh, Daddy, I remember her so well. Every little thing about her. And now you can overdo that sort of thing, you know. Remembering Mother? I don't see how. Drilling on it so much. Your mother was a wonderful woman. Nobody knows that better than I do. But she's gone now, Beth. You and I have to go on living. You with Millie. Oh, I wish you could be a little more tolerant of Millie, Beth. She's trying to take my mother's place. Well, that's what she's supposed to do. With me. And with you, if you'd let her. Well, I won't. You can do as you please, I suppose. But I will never accept Millie. Never. Sorry, I took so long changing, Matt. I couldn't find a bathing cap. Oh, it's all right. I took a dozen laps of the pool. I'm not in as good shape as I should be. A dozen laps? I call that pretty good. Well, come on in. Well, you better stand back. I splash. <laughs> you splash, all right. I told you not to expect anything fancy. Okay. Let me see you swim across the pool once. Well, once is about all I can handle. Okay? Here goes. All right. Ah, you see? You see? You're lifting your arms too high. Try to sort of just snake them up. Easy. Oh, I'm terrible. <laughs> Splash the pool and see if I spend much time in it. Well, come on down to the deep end. It's uh, much easier to swim in deep no, water. No, you know. not me, not me. I stay where I can put my feet on the bottom anytime I want to. Beth, I'm sure you didn't suggest this little talk just for old times' sake. Now, what's on your mind? How do you like Matt, Daddy? He seems like a nice fellow. You've only known him for three weeks. Oh, you're being old-fashioned. Is that old-fashioned? Still seems pretty sound to me. Three weeks is a very short time, old or new fashioned. Well, it isn't as if we were going to be married in three weeks. I mean, we've just agreed to marry. We haven't even set a date yet. That's true, of course. Uh, where do you plan to live when you finally do marry? Oh, for the time being, I guess we'll just stay in my place. I've never even seen his apartment, but I, uh, I get the feeling it's pretty ratty. This sounds all right. You've got plenty of room. Daddy... 
Yes? I just... I just wonder what Mother would have thought of him. I... I've been wondering about that, too. Although, actually, if Mother were still alive, I wouldn't be marrying him in the first place. I really don't want a lesson, Matt. It's not worth it. I don't enjoy swimming that much. Well, everyone ought to be able to swim, though. I'd hold you up. There wouldn't be any danger. No, oh, really. I'd rather not. Well, okay. What are what Lee and Beth are talking about all this time? Oh, it hasn't been long. Twenty minutes or better. Uh-huh. Well, I guess I'd better do what I have to do. Would Matt object to my continuing your allowance? I don't see any reason why you should have to do without things just because you didn't marry a rich man. We haven't talked about it, but I don't think he'd object. He was pretty firm about the fact that he wasn't marrying you for money. He isn't, but that doesn't mean that he... That sounded like Millie. She wasn't supposed to... Let's get out there. Millie! 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 Got him, Millie. Are you all right? I'm okay. I'm yeah, okay. Uh, uh, help me stretch him out here. All right. I don't. I don't like the way he looks. Oh, goodness! That awful expression on his face. He looks terrified. Can't you do something for well, him? I'll try. I'll try. But I'm. I'm afraid he's dead. Show me, please. He was in the pool, Doctor. I, I, I think he must have had a, a cramp or something. All right, all right. Just uh, let me have a look at him. Will he be all right? It doesn't look good to me, Beth. I'm afraid... I don't understand it. What went wrong? Just what I told you, Beth. He, he was just playing, you know, the, the way people do in the water. I think he was going to duck me. And then all of a sudden he got this awful look on his face. And he just went under... Like he'd had a stroke or something. He bungled it. What? He didn't struggle or anything like that. I think he was unconscious already. I tried to hold his head out of the water, but he was so heavy. He should have known he couldn't do it. Do what, Beth? Uh, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, Beth. Beth, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm afraid there's nothing I can do. This this man is dead. Oh. He, he didn't drown. At least I don't think he did. Uh, we'll have to examine him, of course. Well, what did happen? A heart seizure, I suspect. It's just a guess. You know, if it weren't so completely unscientific, I think I'd say he died of fear. Bethley. She's up in her room, resting, I guess. Oh, shouldn't someone be with her? She said she wanted to be alone. She doesn't seem to be taking it too badly. I don't really understand the way she's taking it. She seems more angry than anything else. Lee, was Natalie tall, black hair, very beautiful, but with a small scar just at the corner of her left eye? Uh, yes. How could you know that? I saw her. You saw her? I couldn't tell the doctor. 
How can you tell a doctor a thing like that? You saw Natalie? Matt was trying to duck me, as I told you. And he looked over my shoulder, and he got this terrified look on his face. And I turned to see what had frightened him so. She was standing there. Natalie? Yes, Lee. It was Natalie who frightened Matt to death. A situation which attracts curiosity and speculation, but resists or defies explanation. A mystery. You may settle for whatever explanation you find acceptable, but we do not rule out the occult simply because it is occult. If Millie says she saw Natalie, who are we to say she didn't? I'll be back in a few minutes. justice does sometimes happen. And although Beth seems to have gone unpunished for the crime of plotting murder, has she really? She'll have to live the rest of her life with the knowledge of her guilt. And conscience can be the hardest of all judges. I feel sure Beth will never conspire against her stepmother again. And while she and Millie will never be friends, they will never again be such total enemies. Our cast included Morgan Fairchild, William Redfield, Ann Shepard, and Nat Poland. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Mrs. E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.